Hey, are you looking to evolve to a higher level of existence? To practically harness spirituality and personal growth in a crazy, busy, imperfect world? Then you've come to the right place. My name is Prash and this is Urban Spirituality, the show which fuses ancient wisdom with contemporary spiritual practices to deliver value-adding tools, traits, and insights to help you live your fullest potential. We always keep it real, featuring authentic, unfiltered dialogue with guests from diverse backgrounds to inspire, entertain, and enlighten all who listen. So get ready for your dose of urban spirituality. Be present and let's dive in. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Urban Spirituality. I'm your host, Prash K, and I am delighted to have with me somebody who's originally from the U.S., but has somehow found the rain-filled skies and gray days of mm. London, absent <laughs> sunshine, to be her home. She's moved, moved to the U.K., <laughs> but she spends plenty of time between here and the U.S. Mm. I'm really excited to have her. her. I wouldn't even know where to exactly begin, but let me just give you a little bit of insight. Julia comes and brings with her a wealth of talents and skills from a background that includes an MBA from the London Business School, no less. Time spent in the US honing her craft. In addition to that, she's been through a lot of of training, stress management, (laughs) hypnotherapy, NLP, a number of other strings to the bar. I'm not even going to spoil it and mention also a nutrition specialist in the, in the making. <laughs> she loves her training. She's worked with plenty of people the world over. She's a published author. I'm delighted to say that her... Can I show my book? Yo, show the book. Absolutely. She's got a five-star rated book on Amazon. Yes. Attract Authentic Love. How to bring true love into your life in three proven steps. Julia is a is a undeniable powerhouse bringing her author skills her personal coaching experience her mba experience and blending all of that to bring a powerful way to solve people's problems and master the art of interaction please put your hands together and show your love for the wonderful julia keller julia welcome thanks guys thanks Prash. that was a great introduction thank you Julia, we're really delighted to have it. So the first thing I want to ask you is, who's, on, who's, who's top of your Christmas shopping list and who's not? Oh, I can't give away my secrets. <laughs> you mean other than my kids for yeah. whom I have spent more money than, you know, <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> tell us, tell us. Um, so how, how, so I want to first ask. I, I do love Christmas. Christmas is an expensive holiday. Christmas is an expensive time. So no, absolutely. So look, I want to get straight into it. I mean, I gave this intro and you know, there's so much to take in, but would you care to humor us a little bit and give us a, a little bit of an insight on your background and what's led you from your life in the States on this journey as somebody who's a respected authority and a published author? Absolutely. Well, so I made my way here actually to go to London Business School, as you mentioned. Um, right. to, and I did marketing for the longest time, working with technology, of all things. Okay. And I happened to make my way working with a lot of startups. And it was working with people in startups that actually taught me a lot of what I do, what I started to do in the love coaching area. Because you kind of see the successes of certain startups 
you know, certain people make it, certain people don't. Um, very similar to certain people get loads of job interviews and certain people don't. And in the same way, certain people get loads of dates and certain people don't. So being somebody who studied psychology in my early life and was doing a lot of, um, I like doing research, but, right. you know, face-to-face kind of research. So I wanted to understand what was it that made people successful and are there patterns between the two? Hmm. And then in my own life, when I got divorced, um, I kind of made my way into running different, um, for charity and for free and for fun and for my friends, different singles events and started watching people and being like, who's successful? Who isn't? Who's, you know, what does it take to be good at dating? And, you know, who's going to be good at love and who manages to stick it out? And why do some people have like everyone in love with them and other people just no sunshine at all? (laughs) Okay. And I'm just like, well, I know who I want to emanate. So I started to watch these people. And then I studied coaching. I studied NLP. I studied hypnotherapy. And all of these, you know, you, you learn all these different techniques. But it basically comes to um, if you emanate the people who succeed, you learn to succeed. Right. And so much of it has to do with what you feel here, what you feel here, and nice. how you take care of here. Nice. You know, it's just like all rooted into the same place. It's really your mind is what can bring you success in everything. And well, so I started to become obsessed with, you know, how to better my mind, how to better the minds of my clients, how to help them reframe their lives so that they look at everything differently. Because let's be honest, all of us have things that happen that are good and all of us have things that happen that are not so good. And the difference between whether you know how we live our lives has everything to do with how we look at what happens because we can look at something wonderful and be like oh mm, it's okay but i really wish i had that you know or we can look at something terrible and be like oh my god my life is so awful why am i so punished right you know or we can just change everything around and look at something wonderful and be like wow i'm so lucky i'm so fortunate thank you universe for bringing this wonder down to me and look at something terrible and say, okay, well, that was a test. You know, that was a fork in the road. That was a obstacle. But I managed to get over it. I fell down. I shattered into a few pieces. But I put myself back together. And look, I'm okay. And look how much I learned from this horrible thing that happened. And in the end, the people who were successful were the people who were able to constantly keep that sort of attitude. I'm sure you encounter a lot of that in your day-to-day yeah, for sure. We work with people um, just recently with the Men Powerman Academy. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the heart and soul topics was our mindset and how we need to shift our mindset from a victim mindset to somebody who's actually an explorer, an adventurer. And we kind of took this yeah. refreshing tack, right? That That's a, a minute. great way to put it. <laughs> Why? Yeah, right? Yeah. So instead of kind of asking, asking, and I think one of the messages that came out, one of the key themes for us was, if you want good results... If you want good outcomes, you got to start asking the better quality questions. You've got to start asking better questions to get better answers, better results. And a lot of people are so focused on getting the right answers, they forget to write, ask the right questions. You know, a perfect example is in relationships or stuff in life. People, when something bad happens, calamity happens, self-sabotage picks up, right? And they say, hey, why me? Why is it always me? Why does this happen Absolutely. to Absolutely. Well, hey, it doesn't. Or first of all, does it always happen to you? Does it really always happen to you? And why are you mm-hmm. saying, why does this always happen to me? Could there be a better question? Could there be, for example, a better question could be, well, 
this has happened to me. What can I learn from this instead of mm. saying, why, why does this always happen to me? Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, and NLP talks about reframing and, you know, yes. you know we, this could be an entire three hour interview. Yeah, you like me, a student of NLP, aren't you? Yeah, right. I'm a student of NLP and, you know, yeah. and that's why you touched on modeling there, emulating, mm-hmm. right? Modeling and emulating. Mm-hmm. And folks, for those of you who are kind of listening in here, this isn't the stuff that Tyra Banks does and some of the famous cat models modeling in mm-hmm. NLP. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very about, different kind of modeling. It's a very kind of different. <laughs> no, I think, uh, actually, if you here. watch her show, which I have at times watched her show, I'm guilty, guilty pleasure. Um, yeah, yeah, if you sure. watch her show, I think she does a lot of remodeling. She probably is a student of NLP as well. Right. And, she, and she's probably doing it, whether it's consciously or unconsciously, but she's doing mm. it. And I think... I think that's the point why she's so successful because she doesn't. <laughs> absolutely. So I want to I, I want to ask this one yeah. question to you. Um, why do you what What do you think are the top one or two th- reasons why people kind of end up self sabotaging, especially in the area of relationships? You know, whether especially romantic relationships. Not only romantic, mm. right? People, I mean, at this time of Christmas, you end up. You, you know, we know countless people and folks. If you're listening in and clicking, if you resonate with this. There are many of us who have, let's say, challenging relationships with our parents, siblings, loved ones, and so forth. Mm-hmm. How many of us end up self-sabotaging? Sometimes when that other person is trying to reach out to you, and that reminds me of the old Mike and the Mechanic song, you know? Um, uh, we're all different people and we're living different lives. We never forgive and therefore one of us dies, you know? And it's, it, and it's so much mm-hmm. like that. We end up self-sabotaging. That's- Mike and the mechanic. So Julia, what's your, what's your take on this? That, that, that horrible thing, sabotage. Well, I, mean, how, I mean, how many hours do I have really to answer the question? I mean, okay, let's say top, one of the top reasons is I, I do think people in general in life take the easy road out all the time. And I do think it is easier to be a victim than to actually look at your life, own your mistakes and be like, okay, I, I'm here because I made myself come here. It was a mistake. I made a mistake. I've wasted all years or whatever it is that, you know, excuses we tell ourselves. I've, you know, come this far. It's my error. And now I'm going to turn around and do something about it and change my future. It doesn't reflect my past. How much easier is it to be like, oh, poor me, poor me, poor me. my job is terrible, my boss hates me, I'm about to get fired, I have all these bills. You know, it's much easier to right. play victim than to totally. stand up and be like, okay, yes, this stuff happened to me, I allowed it to happen, now what am I going to do about it? Right. I mean, that takes work, and I just think, you know, a lot of times we take the easy way out. I mean, I have been guilty of that up to a certain point as well, we all are, you know, it's, it yeah. is easy to play victim. So, you know, yeah. it's harder to stand somewhere and be like, I'm going to change my life. And it, it actually is really hard. You know, I'm not, when I talk to my clients and I'm just like, okay, yes, you've been single for 10 years. Um, and yes, you've had all these failed relationships and you know, you know, yes, this has happened up to now, but let's change it. You know, but this is going to take work. I always tell people it's going to take work. Are you really ready? to do this work because it's not, there's no free ride in life. You know, everything that we work on, we're good at. I mean, let's totally. be honest, people who are professional violinists, they're not born that way. They're not like, you know, I mean, you, I know some people who are professional violinists, their parents are tone deaf. 
You know, they have never, their parents didn't, you know, all their parents were able to do was like get them their first couple of years of violin lessons. And then these people just yeah. fell in love with playing that instrument and just kept up and practiced every single day. And then they became the professional, amazing violinists that they are. You know, yeah, and it's not, yeah. it takes a lot of work. I mean, you look at how much they practice. They get up at 6 a.m., practice one hour before they went to their day job so that they can afford their lessons. Right. You know, and one day things broke through, but that's like with everything. I mean, as an entrepreneur, you probably see it all the time. You know, as an entrepreneur, start having your own business. It takes years before you actually, you know, make money doing it. And how many people quit up to the, you know, they're like, oh, it's just too hard. I'll just go and work for the man again. So yeah, you know, because, uh, yeah, I've been down that, that road. Everything that succeeds takes a lot of work. So I think you know, I think that's a truth. If we if we get that, I think that's that that there's a learning right there. There's a distinction. Are you in it for the long haul to succeed, or do you want quick results without putting in the effort? And that's a distinction itself, folks. I think we can take that to heart and recognize that if you want to undo self sabotage, you need to stop playing the victim. You need to stop regarding yourself as a victim and starting to ask better quality questions, right? Absolutely. And also what you have here is it's basically if you use your mind to help you and use the power of the universe, which I talk about all the time, you know, to people who are not religious, um, you know, who are, I mean, I'm very spiritual. I wouldn't call myself religious, but I believe very strongly that there is a higher power um, and, you know, use your mind and allow whatever it is that you believe in to help you yeah, um, and beautiful. call, ask for, you know, ask for help because if you do use your mind and you believe and you visualize and you do all these steps, it basically takes the work down by 50%. Incredible. So it doesn't feel like work. It feels like joy. And you know, it's, it helps you. Why not use, you know, why not use everything that's available to you? Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't agree more, but I want to, I want to, I want to throw a spanner in the works here. Okay. A lot of people who are listening to this are going to say, okay, um, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I, I want to I overcome that self-sabotage. I want to find that person. I've already got a person in my life where I really like and I want to get mm -hmm. more expressive with, but mm -hmm. I just feel I can't. But you know what's, 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 what's stopping us? Inner critic. The inner Absolutely. Critic is, that inner voice. I call yeah. it the inner voice. Let's talk about the inner voice, Julia. Yes. So, I mean... That inner voice is what NLP does such a good job on. I mean, I'm sure you've experienced that. NLP and yeah. hypnotherapy. Um, but, you know, if you cannot afford to go to a therapist and you want to work on it yourself, you can as well. I mean, as much as I want everybody to come to me as a therapist, you know, I just think if you want to change your inner voice, you can. And the whole, we all have an inner voice. We all have something inside of us that says, you can't do this, you idiot. Right. And, it, mean, and, and it shows up at the strangest of times, right? All the time. And it's like, you're not good enough. You're not, you're not good looking enough. You're not slim enough. You're not healthy enough. You're not, you know, good enough at whatever you're doing. You're not a good enough employee. You're not a good enough girlfriend, boyfriend, mother, father, whatever. But, you know, how do we quiet the inner voice? We change it. We basically tell it to be quiet, you know, stop talking. And we tell, you know, we let the positive voice out. And I can tell you an example of one of my clients, for example, who had a huge inner voice. I mean, her whole inner voice was, I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not slim enough. I'm not young enough. Um, who, by the way, just fast forward to more than a year later, took her maybe even two years, maybe three since I've known her. Um, she is so happy right now in a relationship. 
stop self-sabotaging herself, um, completely changed her life, is doing amazing in her career. Everything changed. And the only thing that she changed was how she told her inner voice to, to basically stop talking. I mean, and she did it, you know, she did it using so many, you know, different ways, but like she right. didn't have the money to pay for, you know, huge therapy. So she, you know, she did it herself in effect. I mean, yes, we did a little bit of coaching together, but um, after that she went on and did it herself because she's like, yes, I want to own my life now. I'm, I'm done with being the victim. And she was the victim for many years because I met her when she was almost 50. So right. everybody out there who's, you know, who's saying I'm too old. No, this woman. Yeah. So, I mean, this that's woman abandoned by her ex with a child and she put her life together when she's more than 50. So let's talk, let's touch on that subject. And before we kind of move on to our next area, what would you say to the viewers out there, the listeners mm -hmm. out there could be two or three, even one or two strategies or quick practical steps they can take to reduce the sound of that inner critic, the inner voice, the negative inner voice. So I'm going to use something that kind of, um, I used to study Kabbalah and I kind of love this thing they have and they, you know, they call it, there's the action they always say the thing that gets you isn't the thing that happens. It's your reaction to the thing that happens. Hmm. so something happens in our life and we react to that something that happens and right. it's how we react that determines our life not the thing that happens does that make sense hear that yeah it's how yeah. we react yeah it's how we react so let's say something happens and that inner voice comes up and says you idiot you always do this you always make this mistakes you always whatever so you have to stop take a breath Why you take a breath is you quiet that, you know, that pounding heart, which is what makes your instant reaction. So you don't, you don't allow instant anger, reaction, negative voice, whatever it is to control you. To control you take you, a right. breath, you pause. Yeah, whatever it is that's coming to your head, you basically turn it off and you turn on whatever it is that you want to tell yourself. So what I recommend to people is to have a little mantra that they tell themselves, you'd like this because you're, you know, mantra therapy. <laughs> so you tell yourself a little mantra, like anything. I mean, my clients was, you know, I'm good enough and I deserve love. It was as simple as that. I'm good enough and I deserve love. And then afterwards it became, I'm enough, um, I'm pretty enough, I'm slim enough and I deserve love. And you know what? She lost weight and she started going to the gym. Incredible just based on that whole little addition. Incredible. So if you just put a little voice, like that little mantra, you say it to yourself constantly, and then you allow the new reaction to happen, which is, no, I'm not going to react like that. You're right. Yeah. I'm good enough. I'm, you know, yeah. And then you change the whole reaction. And that just has to become a new habit. Love that. Because the whole thing is, all those negative voices are just negative habits that we've established over the years because whatever it is that happened, you know, in our childhood, in our youth, because it always goes back to that, um, created this pattern, this habit that we're used to doing that we're used that, to you doing, know, being right. not so nice to ourselves, whatever. It is. Yeah. So we just have to create this new habit. And in the beginning, every new habit takes a period of adaptation. You know, it's Absolutely. not instant. So in the beginning it will feel forced and it will feel weird. You know, it feels weird to be like, right. I'm good enough, I'm pretty enough. You know, it feels weird to say that to yourself. But then over time, you 
start, it starts to become automatic and I can be loved. I'm good enough. Yeah, that may. And the other thing is to trust mm-hmm. that whatever it is that you want is that desire is given to you from a higher place because it's yours already. So this is where lots of people go wrong. And this is what I found. This is where working with startups was so key because I found that the startup owners who were successful, like the startups that I worked with that actually did well, that are still around, were the ones where the owner was like, this idea came to me because it's mine. I'm meant to make something happen with it. So even when initially things weren't working and everything was difficult, they were like, okay, I'm going to reevaluate. I might do it slightly differently. But the reason the idea is here is because it's mine and I'm meant to succeed with it. And I know right. one founder that we have changed his company like four times, you know, but in the end, his company's huge. It's huge now. And, you know, all of it was just because of faith. And it's the same thing with love. You have to just believe that your special someone is out there, that like the world wants you to find love. And then you do everything walking towards that. So you don't hide inside your room. You open up to the universe to allow it to happen. You won't find him hiding inside your room. I mean, you might on an app, but <laughs> but then you have to be on that app. <laughs> well, well hang, hang on a second here. Let me, let me, let, let me. There's let, a lot of ideas. Sorry, I get over No, no, excited. I love it. No, and I'm getting excited hearing this. And this is, what I, this is why I want to just interject and just, mm-hmm. a, a, and take this and break a certain pattern that people get into. And that is that they, a lot of people, myself included in the past, mm-hmm. have, got this program that if we want to find love, authentic love, we want to find the one um, or even just find somebody who we can have some good times with. Authentic, <laughs> or tra- right there, the book, folks. I have an online product too on juliakeller.co.uk in case anyone's wondering. It's 50% we'll sure off right now for Christmas, by the way. Oh, there's a Christmas sale on Julia. We'll make sure we let, that, we'll let people know. We'll, we'll stick a link Post in there, Julia. Julia Keller on Facebook or juliakeller.co.uk. Sorry, that was a shameless plug. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a very good plug. Very relevant plug right now. No apologies needed, Julia. <laughs> And this is what I want to say. A lot of people are programmed, myself included in the past, to think that they, to find the one and all that kind of stuff, they're going to put their energy outwards, right? They're going to be on Tinder. They're going to be on, you know, match.com, this dating app, that dating app. They're going to be out there to, on these uh, blind date parties, lock and key parties. What I'm getting at is, in short, people are eg- expending their energy very much outwards. And whilst you're right. People do need to kind of take some steps, right? God helps those who help themselves. You can't just sit in your room and wish that the universe will provide you everything. And you're not actually taking your own steps towards that. So that's true. But Hey, wait a second. Wait, what happens when people are spending so much energy outwards that they're forgetting to love right here? So I'm so glad you said that mm-hmm. because that's the other person. So there's like the right. two kind of people that I write about in my book. In fact, the one that's out there, so the one that's not out there at all, she's basically like decided to have lots of cats. I'm sorry I say that, the cat lady. Um, but I don't like to stereotype, you know, and just being like, yeah. I'm never going to find love again because they're all jerks. There's that person. And it could be a he as well, by the way. I know, you know, totally. there are men who have this too. And then there's the other person. I had a client who came in like this, and she's like, she's, she was gorgeous. She was literally like five for ten, slim, blonde. I think she was like 35 and she's like, I'm getting married, but, and I'm on every single app. She was literally on apps I haven't even heard of before. And she's oh like, why God. isn't he coming? Why haven't I met him? Cause I like going like 10 dates a week. Um, and like last week I even went on 15 dates. Like I'm doing three a day. Like, why is he, where is he? And I'm like, you know what? 
slow down because you're making me anxious. Right. I'm like, take yourself off of everything. You choose one and you do it with consciousness. Right. So this is the other problem that people have. There's the people who are too consciousness. They're like, I'm just going to pray and he's going to come. Um, and I, I know a few women like this and he does not come if you're not out there yeah. um, or she. And then there's the people who are like, I'm going to be everywhere. I'm going to every party. I'm going on like five dates a, a day, you know, whatever it is. I'm everywhere on every app. I'm going to double, triple book and I'll decide on the night. Um, and then nothing happens as well because there has to be, there's this fine line. It's like walking a tightrope. You have to have the consciousness and you have to have the actual going and doing it. Right. And you need to be somewhere in between. You have to approach everything with openness with warmth, with friendliness, but with also the consciousness of he might be here. But even if he's not, or she, he or she might, but even if that person isn't, I'm going to, I get something from my environment so that everything I do, I find pleasure in and I enjoy. Um, and I meet great people, even if it's not my soulmate. I love that. You know what? Uh, it, it, you know, I, I, I have a, I have a kind of way of expressing this. Uh, let mm -hmm. me share this with, with yourself, Julia and our audience. I say, act in such a way that everything matters. Mm -hmm. Nothing is so important that you sacrifice everything else. I love it. That's fantastic. You know, you know what I mean? Act like so it I matters. Say, yeah. There, and you know? I say it. So I say it and I say it in my book, I'm just like, be the yourself you want to be with Love or without that. him or her. That's, that's, that's golden. Yeah. I, I want to capture that. That is just golden because this is the thing. There's so much to be said about how we act without that person around. And yet you're out of integrity yeah. with yourself. People do not realize you're out of integrity and you're out there trying to find the person that you'd like to be with when you yourself are not cultivating the beautiful qualities in yourself that you would want the other person to be attracted to. I mean, the very things you want from somebody else, mm -hmm. surely we should be emanating those things ourselves. And, and, and what better time to do that than starting to give Absolutely. Back to the man in the mirror or the woman in the mirror. Start right there. Michael Jackson was on, Completely. right? He, Completely. MJ was onto something when he wrote that song, right? You want to make the world a yeah. better place. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, he's so, ahead of <laughs> so, so let's touch on that. I mean, let's talk about self-love and let's talk about cultivating that um, mm. authentic love with oneself because I think, and, and, and I know we talked about this in our promotional material. Mm -hmm. This is such a powerful point. And I know that you're an interaction expert and you know, your background is authentic love, but let's touch on that if you would and, and indulge us a little bit. Um, you know, I mean, how do you feel those inner gaps? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my personal belief, and I um, wrote it in my book as well. Um, and in fact, all of my work with my clients starts, the first part is cultivating, becoming the person you want to be. Right. And it starts with self-love. Um, in fact, I think I have a quote from somebody saying, um, you know, you cannot, you cannot find love unless you love yourself first. It all begins there. But the main thing is, um, if you don't love yourself first, how are you going to recognize love when it is in front of your face. Like you just won't believe in it if you don't feel that right. it's true. I mean, when somebody tells me I'm beautiful, I don't look them in the face and be like, yeah, right. What does he want? You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, thank you. You know, because you have to believe that you are worthy of compliments. You have to believe that you're worthy of love. You have to believe that somebody will really see like that. that beauty in you. Um, no matter how, how old you are, no matter, you know, how old you get, it's like, it doesn't right. matter. That's independent. You have to believe that you are worthy. Um, because if you don't believe that, 
how will you believe anyone that tells you they love you? And then the other thing is you have to act towards yourself the way you want the person to act towards you. So a lot of that for me is self-care. Um, and I, you know, tell my clients, including stressed out moms, that like self-care is just so super important. You have to be, you know, look after yourself. Right. Because like if you don't, who will? Like really, time goes so fast. You know, you, if, I mean, children grow up, let time changes, we get older, our bodies, you know, don't react the way they do. Totally. So if you're not after yourself now, whatever age you are, what will happen later? It's just, you know, take care of yourself while you've got yourself. So what would you regard? And obviously I know you go into this in your book, yeah. Um, which is doing really well on Amazon, by the way, I might say folks, um, it's a highly rated book on Amazon. Well done, Julia. I mean, I know that's you speaking, that's your experience speaking, that's your client speaking. Mm -hmm. What three keys to self care could you share with our audience here this evening? Okay. So for a woman and a man, I mean, like, I'll have to say like 60% of my clients are female and 40% are men. And it's funny because my book was originally written for women and I have a book I'm writing for men. Okay. Um, but I've had 40% of the book sales went to men, interestingly enough. Um, even my Amazon reviews are, you know, 40% <laughs> of men. Um, and by the way, guys, if you like the book, please do review it on Amazon. Give me, give us lots of stars. Um, but as far okay. as the first thing is you take care of the way you look. Um, right. Because that is what the world sees. So, you know, I'm sorry. I think it's not fair, um, you know, Beauty shouldn't matter that much. It should be about what's inside of us. And that is the next bit, by the way. Um, but the way you look is the first thing people see. And yes, he or she will love you. And once they love you, they will see and think that you look amazing no matter what you look like. You know, even yeah. when you look silly and when your hair is all over the place or when you come out of the shower and you're not looking your best, whatever it is, they will love you anyway. But really? the first thing that they fall in love with is you know, fall in lust with whatever it is. It's just the outside. You just have to look after how you look. And, and the other thing is, I think people do connect how you look with how you take care of yourself. So if you're looking very messy, I mean, you know, you, we all see these people, they come in, they look messy, they look rough. They look, you know, they, they what, like just got out of bed and we're just like, what's wrong with that person? You know, mm, this is something that person looks weird. Right. And that's, you know, that's the first thing we judge is the cover. And that's, so that's the, the first, the, um, the second reality of life, you know, it's just so important. I mean, and I, I, and I, I'm, you know, I don't want to stereotype, but it is, I think men are more visual than women are even. I it think is, we are more likely to forgive than the, than men are. I mean, I, I think men first look at that, which is, you know, I, it's not fair, but you work with what you have. You're not going to change thousands, you know, centuries of life i mean that's just what it is um and then the next thing is you take care of your health because let's be honest I mean, that's why i'm studying nutrition and naturopathy because let's be honest what else do you have if you don't have your health i mean for these people so who work crazy hours and they sleep four hours a night and then they you know and they go and smoke cigarettes and they get drunk i'm like we've all been teenagers we've all done crazy things but now like take care of your health how long do you think you have if you're not sleeping properly if you're not eating properly if you're you know smoking all the time if you're drinking to excess on a regular basis like how long do you really think you have your body is going to give at some point right totally. you know? and same thing if you're not taking care of what you eat um and you know exercise like 
sorry, but the research out there is like, you have to look after your health. You have to exercise, you have to eat right, because our bodies, they're only, you know, they're only so elastic. They will take it and take it and take it and take it. Your body wants to do good things Got for me. you, but eventually it will break down. And if your health is not there, then all the money that you're making, all you know, the success in your career, whatever it is, all the people that you have, you know, if you're not there, who's gonna? You're not gonna be able to enjoy any of it. And no, no amount of money will fix health problems. You can pay for the most expensive doctors, but if you haven't taken care of yourself, you know. Yeah, you're on the back foot of the of the get go. I think that's a that's an important thing. A lot of people think, and here's the irony here. Uh, you know, a lot of people, and this is I, I think this is a bit of a tragedy. A lot of people think that me time, look, treating myself. You know, we say take care of yourself. So a lot mm-hmm. of people misconstrue, at least in my humble opinion, and from mm-hmm. what I've seen on people who come on our retreats, people who we work with, time yeah. and time again, when we talk about me time they misinterpret that me time means that it's an, it's an excuse to just overindulge in every, anything they want. Like, Oh, me time. So I should just drink whenever I want, yeah. I should eat whatever I want, <laughs> I I should whatever I want, sleep whenever I want. But wait a minute, that's not true self care. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, and the third point, <laughs> of course, I'm not gonna, I'm not neglecting this. The third point, very important. Take care of what's in here. In here. So take care of your mind nice. because um, the other thing I'm going to say is, in my personal opinion, I think you know I think cancer, heart disease, all the har- diabetes, all those things are horrible. But nothing is more horrible than something like Alzheimer's, where you lose you know your brain goes, where you literally are still alive but you have no idea who you are. That's why we take care of this. We take Absolutely. care of your mind, both with your diet and how you take care of your body because you know the link between alzheimer's and diabetes and alzheimer's and smoking and alzheimer's chronic diseases is big um very big link but you know you take care of your mind because there's also so much proof that if you keep studying if you keep you know using your mind if you keep learning new things um not only do you become a better person you know you want to be informed about the world you want to be interesting to talk to you want to be someone that has lots going on um, but you also, you know, live a more interesting life and with all the things you learn. I mean, I know there are people in my class, um, in nutrition who are, you know, women after menopause in their sixties and they're still learning and they're like, I'm discovering this whole new world. And it's amazing to watch that. So never stop learning, never stop intru- improving yourself. You know, you can learn new things, Powerful. whatever age you are. So if you take care of those three. You'll be okay. <laughs> I love that. So, folks, we're near we're near the end, and I just want to take a moment to ask you, Julia. We've got the book mm-hmm. now. We've yes. got the nutritional program in the wings. In the <laughs> What's next on Julia's radar? Mm, so, I need to finish that book for men for sure. You're writing a book for men. We need to get you What's on that? the Men Empowerment Project. We need to. I would love to. Yeah, I have a fantastic in front of my. In front of halfway my through, and I would love to get on there. We should um, and that's connect. that's due for the summer. But good. But also, when I graduate, I hope that there will be a clinic. I have a plan for an amazing oh. clinic to help people with their um, longevity and vitality so that they can basically stay younger longer because that's i'm passionate about that 
So, but I need to graduate my program first because okay. I, I have lots of huge ideas, unfortunately. Um, and like first, I have to finish one thing at a time. Dot dot dot. Absolutely. Can um, I just can I just yeah, say connect that the dots? I, but I I, I, I do amazing things. <laughs> can I just say that you it would be great when you open up your clinic, um, I, in London. I, I, mm-hmm. But I, 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 knowing knowing your transatlantic uh, sojourns, mm-hmm. I expect that you'll have something stateside as well, so people both sides mm-hmm. of the pond can benefit from the new, the next level of wisdom that you're going to bring. To the I have my father working on that in the states, in fact. Hey, awesome! <laughs> With his clinic. <laughs> uh, your your brother? Did you say? My father. Your father's working on that on the state. So that's amazing. And yeah. I think that kind of combined force <laughs> when you're out there and you're getting your keynote studying, it'll be a great opportunity for people to, people to connect. And mm. I would hope that we can have you back next year and you can share some insights about your clinic. We can do some online stuff as well. Where we can really get those who are too shy to turn up and we'll do some stuff. I know you're no stranger to Skype and Zoom. So we'll make sure that we get people. Completely. Give their chance. And definitely about the manpowerment program. Sounds exciting. Oh yeah. So it's, it's, it's looking so good. We have another one up in January and we'll be working with, we've got a radio invite. So um, we'll be Ooh. on show. radio stations already approached us saying, That's Hey, amazing. we heard what you're doing. We didn't even approach them. They approached us. We heard about this. We want to show and talk. So there's some great stuff. And I think it's about time, especially, and I'm not discounting the ladies for a mm-hmm. second, but I think that, you know, if, you know, out of the two genders, if there's one gender that kind of desperately needs to get in touch with their, uh, their, um, finer emotions their softer emotions i think that's a real species for sure and there's a lot for men to to realize that you know to run around and take the caveman qualities doesn't serve us as men in the 21st century anymore we're not Ah, just purely hunter gatherers you know you need a woman on that (laughs) right (laughs) you know we're we're learners i I would rather say rather than hunter gatherers we're learners and journey makers that's what Mm. we are you know, and we're all seekers. And I think that men can benefit a lot from, you know, the insights that you're going to share and, you know, what we're doing through Mm -hmm. men empowerment and open people's hearts up. It's not just eyes, it's hearts and minds to help them. I love it. A lot of healing will occur if they just sit down, ask the right questions as we've been doing here, stop Mm -hmm. playing victim, stop blaming your father for your childhood, your mother, your this, your that, your, your employee, and look to see what you can start doing to make that change. And then I think the other thing is that reality check. As you said at the beginning of this interview, we have yeah. to be patient. We've got to ask ourselves, are we in this for the long run and are we going to be patient? Or are we going to look for a quick fix? Because if you want a quick fix, guess what? Society provides us a plethora of distractions that we can, yes. and deviations, and never <laughs> right? Right. And, and naughty food, uh, mm. Netflix binging, and, and whether it's a television diet or a food diet, we're distracting ourselves and therefore we're numbing mm-hmm. and suppressing that pain instead of learning, transmuting, Maybe. and then reading it out and, and mm-hmm. creating something fresh. So, and I think that's that, hopefully that'll be an insight that your book will reveal. So folks, uh, Julia's book is out on Amazon. Julia, give, Julia, give us a wave of that book one more time, will you? Absolutely. There you go. And don't forget the online program for the ladies. Sorry, it's only for the ladies, the online program, but it's on my website, juliakeller.co.uk. Um, and we will have one for men, but after the men book is published. So we'll get a link here on so the I show. I have to finish writing it first. Awesome. <laughs> Folks, we'll, we'll have a link on the show for it. And Thanks, guys. I want to thank you, Julia. 
for being with us um, and staying with us. And I just want to make a little announcement for all of you. Firstly, folks, thank you for being here. You've joined us at a time when, you know, you could be doing many other things, Christmas parties and so forth, but somehow somewhere in your heart and mind, you were guided to be here to consume this instead of the other stuff that you could consume. You've come to consume wisdom. Of course, that's why this is a walk on the wise side show here at Urban Spirituality. And we're so delighted to have yeah. awesome guests like you like who bring fresh, <laughs> fresh, fresh insights for all of you. A quick, fr- fantastic announcement for those of you who are on with us. I'm delighted to say January 2019, watch out. We're going to have a live mantra therapy event in Wembley. Yes, the Ooh. home of Wembley Stadium. And that's really? going to be coming your way. So that's, that's right a- up my alley. It's going to be right up your alley. So stay tuned in January. We're going to be going to Wembley and we're going to be having an awesome night of wisdom, meditation, mantras, all our signature stuff. And then fast forward later in January, the next Menpowerment workshop will be coming your way. So ladies, if you know a guy who could really benefit to become the best guy he can be, it's not Gillette, I'm afraid. Oh, this <laughs> thing. It's, it's, better than it's better than Gillette. <laughs> Show up, watch out and check it. Check, keep an eye on our Facebook page for that. And last but not least, we are going to Buckland Hall. I'm going to keep plugging this until people sign up because you have to damn well sign up to make it. And what is that? Tell me more about that. We are on our Mind, Body, Soul Detox and Transformation Wellness Weekend. Wow. In the beautiful Brecon Beacons, 8th to 11th of March, we will be there. It'll be our third retreat back to Buckland Hall. It's one of our most popular retreats where we take 20 to 30 people and we'll own a beautiful 400-year-old listed building that used to be frequented by J.R.R. Tolkien of The Hobbit. And we're going to be doing an incredible weekend of transformation. So you're all invited. Julia, you're invited too, of course. And, uh, and so your friends. So we'd love to have you all there. There's so much to say. All I'll say is check out our other episodes. Check out Julia's work. I'll include the links here so you can check it out. And stay tuned. We have a couple more episodes on their way over the coming weeks that'll see you through to the new year. And we want to really make sure wisdom goes viral. Amazing. So, see how hard note, you work even in over, even over Christmas. Oh, even over Christmas. We're going to make sure wisdom needs to go out. So we'll make sure it's going out there. We'll do our best to keep a balance between personal life and wisdom and let everybody be empowered as you're so wonderfully doing, Julia. So thank you once again, Julia. You've You've been just awesome. Your energy, I can feel it right on the other end of this, of this internet connection. It's just so awesome to have you. Um, and we hope that we can follow your journey. And let's have you back on the show next year. Let's bring you back and let's do something awesome. <laughs> Any last words, Julia, from you? Thank you, guys. And again, juliakeller.co.uk. Please do tune in. And um, if you find us on YouTube, if you... Right, Coach Julia Keller or Julia Keller Coaching. Um, you will find us on YouTube and tune into some of our videos. We have some great videos to get you through Christmas and New Year's. Um, and we have some great newsletters coming out. So sign up for our newsletter. We have a fantastic one actually coming up all about how to survive Christmas even when you're single. Even when you're single. Christmas, even when you're single. I think we need to grab that. We'll make sure we'll try and get it out to our cry. That's on juliakeller.co.uk. You can sign up for a newsletter and... Take make use of that half price Christmas offer, ladies. Ladies, hope you're listening. Julia, thank you so much, folks. Stay strong, stay tuned, stay wise, Mm. and care and share with everyone you know. Lots of good stuff coming your way. Prash K, Urban Spirituality Therapy. Peace out. Namaste, folks. Namaste. (laughs) Hey folks, thanks for listening. 
We hope you enjoyed this episode, and as with all our episodes, found something to inform, inspire, and empower you in your spiritual and personal journeys in life. As always, if you enjoyed it, feel free to leave a little love through your ratings and comments, share it with those who you care about, and take your personal and spiritual evolution to the next level by joining us on one of our events, workshops, or retreats. Find out more about us at mantratherapy.co.uk. I'm your host, Prash K. This is Urban Spirituality, and we will catch you on the next episode.